Welcome to St. James Parish in Wilmington, North Carolina. You can learn more about St. James on our website at stjamesp.org. Please be seated, and good morning. It is great to be back after being away this past month for a mini-sabbatical. Um, I had already written in, for any of you visiting, please note that all 300 people are out at Lebanon, but many of you have shown up here, and we are so grateful, I'm so grateful to have you this morning. Um, Mount Lebanon did open, and um, so many of our folks were out there this morning with three baptisms, but I am thrilled to be here and back celebrating with our precious child this morning in her baptism and with so many of you to help celebrate. A while back, I received a small gift from our local hospital system. Now, during the merger, it was not uncommon to receive a logo t-shirt or bag, but this one day, a cup and saucer came in the mail. A bit odd, no logo, um, fairly nondescript. Nevertheless, I kept it, put it on a shelf with some other odd items. Well, during my time off, I decided to do some purging of excess, and the teacup was on the list to go until I reread the card that accompanied it. It mentioned the familiar phrase many of us think about, fill your cup, and it talked about how we can't give from an empty cup. Total agreement, great everyday advice. Then it continued. My hope for you is such abundance that you are drinking from the saucer. Now, drinking from a saucer? I know drink. I'm familiar with drinking from a fire hose when too much information comes at you at one time. And I got their point. But for me, drinking from a saucer just meant a mess to clean up. So the card continued by inviting the reader to take time each day to rest and do those things that fill them up, to have open hands to receive and eyes to see all the blessings of life. And the cup and saucer, the saucer was there to catch any overflow. Well, Jesus has some words for us this morning about what we can do with the overflow. But the Hebrew people in our Acts story, now they're gathered for the final day of a festival. We're there in Jerusalem, filling their cups. The Feast of Weeks is one of three appointed festivals where folks make a pilgrimage to Jerusalem for a time of worship and renewal and rejuvenation. And this festival marked the beginning of the grain harvest where they brought their first fruits. And on this 50th day, this Feast of Weeks, or Pentecost, this is what's celebrated. Now today, on this Pentecost, 50, we celebrate 50 days after Easter. And while it very much is considered the birthday of the church, we should keep in mind that the early church consisted of people who were very steeped in Jewish culture and thought and tradition. The difference for this, that particular Acts 2, Pentecost Day, and for us, 
is that the message we preach is that Jesus is the fulfillment of all of Hebrew scriptures, everything that was promised, which included God's spirit being poured out on all people. On this particular feast day in Acts, the guest list is huge, and the places mentioned that Carol so eloquently read included modern-day Iran, Iraq, Kuwait, Turkey, Egypt, names that probably would be a little easier to say than some of them we got from the Roman Empire. But they had all come in, though, to this time of worship and to fill their cups. And in doing so, they were filling their cups all right. They were accused of filling their cups all right with new wine, with alcohol. And what happened that day most likely could have overflowed into their saucers. But instead, it came out of their mouths as praise for God. Now, too often, scholars and some of us regular folks also get hung up on how the tongues are used and even denominations have been divided over them. I love nothing more than a good Bible study to dig in, to concentrate, um, to see what it is. But I want to concentrate on what that filling of the Holy Spirit meant. When the Holy Spirit came It wasn't about the people. God's deeds of power were proclaimed, and the community, the people in there were to be the bearers of this good news, using the gifts that they would each be given. Other Bible passages give us a little more detail about the gifts of the Spirit. But for today, the biggest thing I want you to notice is that it was for the entire house was filled for those that believed. And what they did was to tell of God's God's deeds, not of their own, but of God's deeds and power. And this drew a crowd. We don't know what the other languages being spoken were, but regardless, um, the crowd formed and they understood what was being said. And I hope you note that the Holy Spirit not only worked through the speakers, but the Holy Spirit works through the hearers as well. An old parish priest of ours began, um, often began his sermons with the words, May only truth be spoken, may only truth be heard. In my sermon preparation, sometimes I'll joke in a prayer and go, May only truth be spoken, and if not, may they at least hear the truth. Thankfully, the same Holy Spirit who was present at that Pentecost is the same Spirit that is present with us now. When the naysayers accused them of being filled with wine rather than spirit, and yes, there will always be naysayers, I want you to watch what happens. Peter, very ordinary Peter, now the leader. Peter, who denied Jesus three times. Peter, that same one that was usually mouthy, and to whom Jesus had said, Satan, get behind me. 
Peter, now filled with the Holy Spirit, gets up and he follows his leader, Jesus, as Jesus did on the road to Emmaus, where he takes them back to Scripture and he reminds them of their prophets, that this is what they had been waiting for. I will pour out my spirit on all people. And in those days, they will prophesy, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. According to 1 Corinthians, passage that we heard, we can't even call on the name of the Lord without the Spirit. The filling of the Holy Spirit is what we're here to celebrate today and the baptism of our Bridger and the renewal of our own baptismal covenant. They are beautiful pictures of what we have each been given. God has entrusted her parents and godparents and us, the church, to teach her and to do um, to teach her that she is part of this great thing. There will be many forces in her life that are going to try to make excuses for the power of God, and it's our responsibility, all of us, to teach her as best we can. In a few moments, we will vow to do all in our power to support Bridger in her life in Christ. And I hope to hear a very hearty, we will. She has gifts by the same spirit that we do. And I can't wait to see how they develop over the years and to see how God activates the spirit in her. Going back to the card, which accompanied the cup and saucer, inviting me to fill my cup so full that I can drink from the saucer, Yes, I do get the point, and a time of renewal away has been wonderful. But Jesus said, out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. And it's this living water it's meant to share with others. So I invite you also, allow yourself to be filled this day and always with the Spirit of God and let your gifts be used as rivers of living water wherever the Spirit blows. Amen.